Hello, everybody. Welcome to Basement Sports Podcast. Welcome to Coronavirus 2.217 version. <laughs> we are doing this by Zoom. Yes. And last time we faded out because my phone died and I didn't realize it. I was yelling and I thought it was Zoom. I was going to sue. Yeah. No, it wasn't Zoom. It was you. It was me. It was you and your phone. Yes. So anyway, we have had the NFL draft, a very, very interesting NFL draft. Some huge, huge numbers came up as far as viewers were concerned because nobody has anything else to do. Well, that's that's the good point. There's nothing else on, for one. And B, I kind of liked looking into these guys' houses and their rooms when they were – Roger Hurdell looked like he was in a 1940. 1940- 45 basement that was a studio dude that was totally yeah, was a studio not, bro. that was not his house Come, no not by any stretch of the amount million dollars a year and that's where you're doing your that's your no main that's not his basement my that the, like mine looks nicer than that so <laughs> and, <laughs> so but it was fun it was fun watching these guys and you know watching how they interacted with their families all of them i'm sure some of them miss you know, getting up on stage and giving the giant bear hug to the, sure commissioner. the players missed it. But yeah, that's what I mean. The players probably missed it, but you know what? For fans, I think it was a lot of fun. I watched all three days. I did too. And other than falling asleep, but right before round five, a little bit on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, maybe for a half hour and catching up later. But right. uh, I, I thought, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, we'll get into a little bit how ESPN put some really weird shit up on the board. Yeah, everybody. This player's mom was riddled was riddled with drug addiction for 13 yeah, years. Yeah, and, and T Higgins, T Higgins, then had to like yeah. come on Twitter and say how proud he was of his mom. That that should not have been necessary. But, you know, I no. mean, and he showed a lot of class going on Twitter and you know defending right his way. mom. He did it right away. And, um, you know, I just thought, boy, you know, do you, you know what it reminded me of? I might be reaching here like a lot of teams reach during the draft. But, um, it, you know, when you watch the Olympics, it's like a soap opera. Like, they, you yeah. know, you barely see an event, but there's like, you know, for five minutes of event, there's two and a half hours of story. And you I know, just want to watch I, I the events. My, I guess my whole problem was when it says the pick is in, yeah. Shut up. Yeah, I want to hear one backstories on this guy played soccer and tiddlywinks in high school and was the captain of his debate team and was first team all gym class in crab soccer. <laughs> the pick is in. Ah. I don't care. Who was the, who was the damn pick and talk about him? Please. Yeah, I mean it says the pick is in. I get it you don't have the music maybe, you don't hear the music but Da, 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 da. You know, the very first pick of the draft. Yeah. He knew, we all knew six months ago who it was. They took the entire 15 minutes. I, thank you, Bengals. You know what? I wonder how much extra money the NFL gave Brown. It's like, look, uh, we want to build up the drama. Uh, so we, we want you to take the entire amount of time necessary. We have no motion. advertising money coming in no, for months. We need, we need, because there's uh, no sports. We, we need, need some cash. drama. Drag we, it out. We need, you we need to make, windbag. we need to make people think that you might trade out of the. Eat a, eat a Dick Goodell was getting <laughs> hammered during the draft. He couldn't pronounce shit. Etor Grossmatos. <laughs> Gross. Come on, if you're the commissioner and you're going to tell 
announce these names. How much prep does it take to ask each player how to say their name? Just think, just think, compare him to like somebody like Mike Lang who can pronounce every Eastern European hockey player's name on the planet. Yeah, Russians, Swedish. <laughs> All those guys. Gross Matos. Gross Matos. Come on, Roger. Eat a dick, Adele. You got to at least do a little prep in your man cave. That was awesome. Anywho. Anywho. Yeah. Let's move on because we only got an hour and it always goes too fast. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go. Let's move on and let's talk about uh, how you graded how everybody did uh let's go from worst to best okay and and let me let me just say how how i did this was i graded every pick not based on how good they were but value spot of where they were taken necessarily okay um where these players were ranked by experts per, per their position for example were they the 11th guard taken and did they take the 11th best guard when the third and fourth best guard were still on the board that type of thing okay so i gave i gave an a grade of five b a four c a three and then worse than that it's a two and a one for a d and an f all right and then I averaged it out based on how many picks they had. So I got a I got a decimal number. Okay. That and, and I did it for every team. And this is not necessarily what the experts say, A, B, C, D, E, F, or G, whatever the hell it was, pick, but what I think it was, and I'll explain it when I go. All right. So we're just gonna we have we're gonna go quickly because you wanna spend some time on the Steelers draft because we disagree about it. Okay. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about the Dallas draft too. All right. Let's go. So I'm going to tell you who I thought had the worst draft in the entire NFL, and you you tell me if you agree. All right. And my clunker of the year award yes. goes, to the, goes to the Green Bay Packers. Oh, my. Okay. <clears throat> and it's not just because, because they took Jordan Love in the first round, okay? Right. The reason I gave that pick to Jordan Love a D is your first round draft pick, A, has to start. Yeah. First round draft picks, you got to start. That's a starting position. Okay. He obviously isn't. B, uh, second reason I gave that a D, which netted a two points, was they need weapons. They have no receivers. They have no receivers. And they went 13 and three last year and were outscored on the year. Quarterback, running back, tight end, linebacker, guard, center, guard, safety, linebacker. That's where they went. Yeah. And way to explain it. So I gave Jordan Love a D, not because I don't like Jordan Love. I think he's a project. Right. And he can sit behind Aaron Rodgers, and that's great. But you need a starter with your first-round pick. They didn't get it. D, that's two points. They're running back in a second round, had a fourth and fifth-round grade, A.J. Dillon out of Boston College. And I actually love that kid. Yeah. I think he's a tank. He runs hard. But he's a fourth-round player, and they passed up – most a bunch of running backs ahead of them, including Dobbins right. and Swift, right. guys like that. Right. That's a, I gave it a C just because I like Dylan. That's three points. Okay. Third round pick had a grade of a sixth round project tight end out of Cincinnati. Right. That's a C at the best. That's a big reach. I almost gave him a D. Who the hell knows who? Josiah DeGuara, DeGuara. tight end out of Cincinnati. Right. When the top four of the top five tight ends were available. Right. What? I don't know what they're doing. Kamal Martin, linebacker, Minnesota. Again, they picked him in the fifth round. 
He's a sixth set dash seventh round talent, according to the experts. Right. That's a C. That's three points. The uh, John Runyon, uh, guard out of Michigan. I gave him a C. He's a good player. He was projected to go in the sixth, and he did. Yeah. So I gave him the projected rank three. Jay Canson. The next two picks: Jay Canson, Oregon guard. Simon mm-hmm. Stop. Stepaniak. Stepan- yeah, way to go. Simon Stepaniak. Yep. They're both, they picked two guards back to back, both which had at least seven other guards rated ahead of them by all experts. So they both got D's. All right. They might be good. Nobody knows. But if all the experts picked them, I'm certainly not going to argue with them. Yep. A safety. They finally picked a safety in round seven but they picked some kid at a TCU that wasn't in the top 35 safeties by anybody kid named Vernon Scott TCU. Right. right. And their last pick was an edge rusher out of Miami. That was actually a good pick. He Jonathan was a fourth Garvin. or fifth round yep. projected. They took him in the seventh. Yep. Um, so I gave that a B bottom line. When I add, when I added all their, their points up and divided by how many they had, their final grade was a 2.67, which basically is a D plus. Okay. Who's next? I don't know if you have any comments about no, any of those guys. No, I don't. I, I just want to say something about Jordan Love. I mean, I, yeah. I, I just, I, I'm like you. I don't understand the pick. You know, you're right. Your, your first round pick should be starting. Joe Burrow, he's going to be starting. Okay. Um, you know, the thing is that I, I like Jordan Love. I agree that he's a, it's probably a really good situation for him to play for a couple of years behind Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers right. is going to take I the time to mentor him. I think it's going to be him. helpful for him. Right. I think it's going to be very helpful. Uh, we don't know how pissed off Aaron Rodgers is over this because you remember how Brett Favre treated Aaron Rodgers when he came yeah. into the league. So and we um, all know Rodgers can be a bit of yeah, a penis. I, yeah, he's a little bit of a diva. So I'll be, I just I don't get it with the, with the kind of talent that was on the board. And again, God, they needed some receivers. God, you had – T. Higgins and Pittman, and you had all these high-end receivers and a bunch right of there. Receivers. I mean, they all fell. And, and there's some, there's some good. Even you're going to have some decent quarterbacks that might be available to the Packers next season. You know, I mean, it, it, I, I, I just, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. You know, okay, okay. Because here's the thing: you took Jordan Love in the first round. Okay, fine. You had the thirtieth pick of round two and you take a running back who is projected rounds four or five. And, and like, you know, there were still a ton of really good receivers on, on the board and so, better running back, better running back. So I, I, I agree with you. I don't get it. We'll see how it pans out. So uh, who's up next. The next one I have is your, the Super Bowl champion, Kansas city chiefs. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And, and a lot of people kind of like them, but Andy Reid did his Andy Reid thing. First pick, he took a running back, which right. I'm fine with. He won the Super Bowl. You don't need much. Right. But instead of taking one of the top three or four, he took the fourth or fifth best out of LSU, LSU because they think he's a pass catcher. I don't think he's a bad back, but they reached for a kid that if you looked at total number of draft picks and they put all these draft picks in order, they picked at 32 and he was like 68th value best player i think that at that point if you're going to take a running back you take dobbins or swift or swift like one of those two like you're not taking edwards hilaire you're not 
He was Biden. I had nobody, and I trust me, when I'm, I'm at work and I'm not busy, I'm on the web looking at rankings. Nobody had Hilaire as the top three running backs. He right. was always fourth or fifth. Right. Uh, it's, so I gave him a reach. I mean, I gave him a C. Most people gave him a B. I just didn't like that player. I don't care if Kansas City takes a running back in round one. They don't have many weaknesses. Right. So I didn't like it. Their second round pick was Willie Gay out of Mississippi State. I like him. I gave him a B for that pick. Okay. Um, this guy, this guy's a missile, right? He's got good range, sideline to sideline. Um, I just like the way he plays. He was a second round pick projecting. They took him. I gave him a B. All right. Third round, Lucas Niang, offensive lineman from TCU. He was a top five lineman. Uh, I believe he's a guard. And so I gave him a B on that. He, yeah. he was projected he, second, third. He's they got him in the third. He's, a, he's a tackle. He's a tackle. Okay. Yeah. So he's a fourth or fifth best tackle on my list. Okay. Okay. And I gave it to him, gave him a B. So that's good. Now listen to this. Starting with Pitt in round four, they took a safety name, Legereus Sneed. Right. I don't even, he's not even on my sheet for a safety or cornerback or linebacker or anything. They t he's from Law Tech, small school, didn't play many people. He was a major reach. I gave him a, a D on that pick. Okay. Michael Dana, Edge, Michigan. He wasn't even the top two edge rushers from Michigan. There were two other guys ahead of him. Now, that doesn't mean anything, but he only played one year of football at Michigan. Right. And he's a power rusher. Right. You know why they took him? He has long arms. Okay. Oh, congratulations. That's a D. And then their last pick was a cornerback, which is, I'm fine, right? Yep. But they took a kid out of Tulane with all the cornerbacks on the left. This guy might have been the 20th best ranked cornerback. Okay. I didn't like it at all. Okay. So uh, you can say what you want, but I didn't like other. Uh, their best pick was Willie Gay. I loved him. I wanted him on my team, but <clears> um, obviously they didn't take him. So. I thought they did a horrible job. We'll, we'll never know. We won't know for two years. Yeah, I I, I see that. I actually, the my favorite pick, I agree with you, was Willie Gay Jr. I, I thought he was the best pick that they had in the overall in the draft as far as quality at the at the round that they took him. Yeah, so, and uh, and other than that, I don't mind the positions they took, but there are so many better players. Right. Right. When they took him, now this one I had tied with them for the next to last, All right. and I am. If you look at the experts' pick, everyone says that these guys killed it, absolutely killed it. I think they sucked, and I'll tell you why. All right. This team is the Washington Redskins. All right. They start out with a Chase Young. He's five points, but he, you don't have to say anything about Chase Young. Right. Their second round, their third round pick, they didn't have a second one, was a running back, but it was the kid from Memphis in the third round. Again, he was like the ninth or tenth best running back. On the board. Right. And they took the kid from Memphis. Let me see if I can even find it quickly. I, I don't even know. He was the ninth best running back, and he had a grade of fourth or fifth round. They took him in the third. That's a reach. I gave him a C. Okay. Sadiq Charles, yeah, big name, played for LSU. He was supposed to go in the fourth round. Great. He did. He did. C. Okay. And Tony, here's the big one. And people love this kid. All of a sudden, the experts think this receiver out of Liberty, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Has anybody ever heard of Antonio, Antonio Gandy-Golden before the draft? Nope. Out of Liberty? Nope. Anybody? We didn't talk about him. And I, I follow know. football as much as anybody. Yep. Moves. 
So everybody, they, everyone said this guy's awesome. Uh, they needed wide receiver badly. This guy's big. He plays to his size. He attacks the football. He's from Liberty. That means you and I are guarding him. Eric Green. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But that's a bad pick. Most people gave him an A for that pick. I gave him a C because nobody knows who the guy is, and there were plenty of wide receivers left better than a kid from Liberty. This kid, just because he's from a small school, but nobody, none of the experts even knew this kid before the draft. Right. Round five, they took a lineman. But again, San Diego State lineman in the fifth round who was projected to be a seventh rounder. Uh, his name is Keith, Keith Ishmael. Ishmael. Yep. Right? Khalid Hudson, a linebacker out of Michigan. The kid barely played for Michigan. Um, he's fast, and he's got some a little bit of athleticism, but all he does is blitz. That's it. I give him a D. Nobody knows. He wasn't even the best two linebackers in Michigan. Right. Number seven, they went with a safety out of Arkansas, Cameron Curl. Okay. He's Go all right. Hogs. Go Hogs. Yeah, he was. He went Blue right where he was supposed suey. to in the seventh round. Horrible. <laughs> James Smith Samuels, edge rusher. Another NC State project in the seventh. No one ever heard of him. Um, the guy has an injury every year. He's never played a full season. I gave it a D. So I thought yep. they sucked. Chick. All the experts think that they did all oh, so well. The second best draft class in the NFC East. Yeah, my ass. Chase Young is a no-brainer. Uh, That's that, it. That guy is somebody That's that an offensive it. coordinator has to game plan around. And I do like Sadiq Charles. I do yeah, like me him too. And they took him in the fourth, and, and that's yep. where he was, ranked. Yeah. And I like him. Everybody else, uh, you know, I, I, Listen, geez, you could have gotten Gibson running back. You could have gotten had him in the you, sixth round. Yeah, you could have gotten him a lot later than spending a third round pick on him. That doesn't yeah. mean he's not going to be good, but no. I'm just grading these off what the experts are projecting. Right. I agree. So, all right. Who you got? Okay. Another disagreement here. All I right. got the Oakland Raiders next as fourth or fifth worst. Fourth, I guess. They started out with Henry Ruggs. Las uh, Vegas Henry, Raiders, my friend. Whatever. They're Oakland Raiders to me, and they always will be. Henry Ruggs was their first pick. Everybody said he was a top three receiver, except everybody also said the top two are better than him. Henry Ruggs, and we're going to disagree on this because you love him, and I know that. Uh -huh. Henry Ruggs is Mike Wallace. He runs one pattern. Is he a, a one-trick pony, as Coach Tomlin would say? When they say hot, this is the kid, the fastest kid in your neighborhood playing Nerf. Yeah. When you say hut and that ball snap, you run like your head's on fire, and I'm going to throw it as far as I can, and you run under it. Okay. That's what Henry Ruggs is. Of all, You know the stat of like 60% of first-round receivers are busts? This guy's a bust. He's okay. not going to play. This guy will not be in a league to a second contract. He's Mike Wallace with better speed. Okay. He's faster than Mike Wallace. So I gave it a B just because there's two other receivers that – I loved a lot better instead of an A. All right. Then in round their second pick in that in uh, first round, they went for cornerback, but they took Damon Arnett out of Ohio State, who was a second dash a two or third second or third round prospect. They took him because they didn't have a second, but it's a reach. Who cares? Right. Lynn Bowden Jr. is their third pick. Are you shitting me? Lynn Bowden Jr. doesn't have a position. He's a receiver. He kind of does the H back. Um, I, I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's played fullback at Kentucky. Uh, third rounder? No way. Mm -hmm. he's horrible. 
Brian Edwards. I like Brian Edwards. He was taken in the third round. I I gave him a B because that's where he's projected, Mm -hmm. second, third rounder. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be a first-round talent. I I think he could hit. He might be better than Henry Ruggs. Tanner Muse out of Clemson in another third-round pick. Dude, this dude, why? If you're going safety in the third round, Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of guys better than this guy. This guy's a liability. This guy's a uh, kind of a – no, oh, I don't know, like a hybrid weak side linebacker guy. Right. He's a linebacker safety. I didn't like it at all in the third round. Um, I gave him I like eight. him. I like him as a player. Yeah, not but in the I, third not, round. Not in, this, not in this situation he's in. He, I gave him a D. The experts even gave him a D. Yeah. Um, John Simpson, offensive lineman. He's a guard. He was a top three guard. Loved the pick in the fourth round. I gave him a B for that. Right. And then Amik Robinson, I actually gave him a B for that pick. That was one of my sleepers. Loved that guy. Okay. But because of their horrible picks of Tanner Muse, Lynn Bowden, and Arnett, where they got them, the draft came down to a 3.14, which is a little better than a C. Okay. Anything you can yeah, go ahead well, and Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I um, you know, Ruggs is what it is. I like him a little bit better than you do. Um, I actually – you know, I like Tanner Muse as a player, like, again, but not in that position. I like John Simpson as a guard. I think yeah, they too. got some. I think they got some some, you know, good value there. Everything else, I think they could have gotten better value for the position they were in. You know, a, a lot, lot of better players at the positions they picked. Right, right. Let's move on to the next one. It's the Atlanta Falcons, and I literally tweeted to you: Are they throwing darts? I just I thought they might be your worst. I actually I, uh, I was thinking they might well, be. Well, I'll worst. tell you why. Their first three picks actually when I started studying it weren't bad. AJ Terrell Terrell out of Clemson, cornerback. I don't think he's a first round pick. They reached. I still gave him a B because they needed a corner. He played for Clemson. Right. He he's got to be decent, but I don't think and he was he, the first two corners were already gone. Right. So after that, three three through ten were whatever one you liked. I'm not going to penalize them for making a pick. Plus I gave him credit for Mike. They had a great draft last year with Mike Mayock and Gruden. Right. But I think these guys suffered this year for not being in the same room. Uh, there's a, I gave him a B for AJ Terrell, Marlon Davidson, a defensive lineman out of Auburn second rounder. Um, that's where he should have been. I gave him a B for okay. Matt Hennessy, another lineman at a, at a temple. He's a center. He can play guard. Yeah. Um, he's young. I'm going to tell you, I think this kid can make the Pro Bowl, but it's going to be in the league two or three years before he does it. I gave him a B on that one because he was projected in the third. They took him in the third. And then their last three picks is when they started, the liquor kicked in and they started throwing darts. Linebacker out of Fresno, Michael Walker. Um, He was projected a seventh rounder or free agent. They took him in a fourth round. I gave him a D. Okay. This guy... A lot of injuries. Um, can't cover anybody. Uh, he's mostly a tell him to just blitz and he'll go get it. Right. Safety at a cow is Jalen Hawkins. Who gives a crap? Another seventh round slash free agent. They took him in a fourth round. Another D. Mm-hmm. Sterling Hoffrichter. They took a freaking punter in the seventh round. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, I don't pick a punter. Ever. I don't care if your Ray guy comes back to life. 
some I'm fighting to pay him a lot of money as a free agent. I'm not picking a punter. Right, right. Uh, when I, you have that many needs. This isn't the Chiefs picking a punter. This isn't the Niners picking a punter. This is the Atlanta Falcons, who have more needs than a freaking punter. I hated the first – I like their first three guys, two and a half, actually. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I mean, they were kind of set up to have a really good draft, and then you got two picks in the fourth round. And you pick guys that are like seventh round grades or un yeah, you know, or free undrafted agent. free agents and then a punter. I, I just yeah. I I don't I don't understand where they started out well but really, really faded. So I, I agree with you in. on that. Yep. Too much liquor, you're home alone, nobody there to hold you back. Way to go, Gruden. <laughs> Next pick, and again, some people love this team's draft. I did not. Buffalo Bills. Uh, first, set, They didn't have a first-round pick. So in the second round, they took A.J. Epinesa, edge rusher out of Iowa. I love that kid. Yeah. He was a sleeper of mine. I gave him an A for that. That's what he, should, he was a borderline first or second-round pick. Mm-hmm. I gave him an A for that one. Then they come back in round three, and again, they needed a running back. So they took Zach Moss out of Utah. Right. Seriously? All those guys are still good. All the good ones are still there, most right, of them. Right. Zach Moss, running back out of Utah. This guy didn't even have a good combine. It, one of, here's his uh, here's his description from some one of the experts. Not much juice downfield, but he has a good jump cut. There you go. There you go. Okay. He's fun to watch. Well, that's good. Third round pick, fun to watch. Yeah, he will be in preseason. <laughs> I gave him a C. Four. Gabriel Davis, wide receiver out of UCF. Um. Good size, uh, tracks the ball well. So many more players, receivers were better than him. I gave him a C. Yep. Jake Fromm from State Farm. I, I, uh, yeah, I just, wow. In the fifth. I, I'm okay. I gave him a C. Jake Fromm should not be taken for him before at that the point? fifth. Did they feel sorry for him at that point? Is that what it was? Was this a sympathy I don't know. Pick? I don't know. But here, here's the note. Matt Barkley is in the final year of his contract. So in the fifth round, you're taking a backup to replace your backup? Yeah. Yeah, go. Uh, no, didn't like it. Then here's the whopper. Sixth rounder. They went out on the board. Buffalo Bills called. They took a freaking kicker in the sixth round. And it wasn't even the number one rated kicker. It was a third rated kicker. Holy God. Uh, that's an F. That was one of my three Fs of the entire draft. <laughs> a kicker in the fifth, sixth round. You don't even do that on Madden. <laughs> Isaiah Hudgens, wide receiver, Oregon State. I actually like that kid. Right. Um, I gave him a B on that kid. Um, fast. Uh, good. This kid is good on like double moves. He's not a burner, but he's got. He runs really good routes, okay. and he was rated better than a sixth rounder. I gave him a B on that. All right. And their last one is one for the ages for you, <laughs> Dane Jackson, quarterback out of Pitt. I thought it was a great pick in the seventh round. Yep. This kid could easily have gone in the third or fourth round. He's he's the, this kid is uh, John Reed for Penn State. Same kid. Mm-hmm. Same same type player. Yep. Yeah, six foot, one eighty seven. He's a little thin, but this kid's feisty. Um, he's got good hips, and he plays. He's a zone cornerback, but he's much better than a seventh rounder. I gave him a B for that pick. Okay. So the total score was a three point two H eight, which is slightly better than a C, C plus. Yep, I agree with a lot of that. I I really I agree with you. I love Espinessa. I mean Epinesa uh, from Iowa. I really really liked him and. 
you know, a little bit, uh, certainly um, iffy in between taking a kicker in the sixth round, my God. Uh, but you know, I told you in the in the last podcast, I'm a I'm a Dane Jackson fan. I you like are. how he plays, so I'll I'll be curious to see how he works out as a seventh round pick for the. Hopefully, Buffalo he makes Bills. the team or the practice yep. squad. Yep. And gets to keep working. Yep, absolutely. So who who you got graded next? All right, here's another team that people kind of liked, but I thought they killed it for two rounds, and then someone had diarrhea and just started running stuff to the screen. Tampa Bay Buccaneers started out with Tristan Wirfs, offensive lineman, Iowa. There's a lot of argument. I, You know how I said he should be a guard in the NFL because his arms are short. Right. Whatever. They want to play him at right tackle. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. There was a lot of debate of the, front, the best tackle out of the first four. I gave him an A, or I gave him an a for that pick. That kid, Tristan Wirfs, is going to be an all-pro. He's right. going to be a starter for 10 years. Their second pick was a guy that I loved. I love Antoine Winfield, Jr. Oh, out of Minnesota. I wanted him so bad on Dallas. And you know what? Dallas wanted him too. But Dallas had two guys fall to them they didn't expect, so they couldn't take him. But I gave him an A for that one. So, Mm -hmm. hey, two A's, right? Right. We are moving. Uh, Round three, they went running back. And again, they took Keyshawn Vaughn out of Vandy. Seriously? All the running backs on the board, and they went with a kid out of Vandy who wasn't even that great in in the SEC. Um. A lot of people on the board. I give it a D. Tyler Johnson, wide receiver out of Minnesota. Minnesota had a ton of good receivers yep, this year. Yep, they um, did. Big, good receivers. That's fine. Um, I don't think he's going to do well when they play bump and run and they press him. This guy's a tall, skinny kid, and he drops a lot of balls when he's already looking upfield to make a to make a run. Right. Experts loved it. I gave it a C. He was supposed to go in like the fifth round, fourth round. He went in the fifth. I gave it a C. Khalil Davis, uh, defensive lineman out of Nebraska. One of the two, aren't they the twins? In the yeah, Steelers they're the, the twins. Guy? Steelers got the other guy. Yeah, they're a very average set mm-hmm. of twins. I gave him a C. In the seventh round, they took a linebacker out of Temple. You know my role. You do not win with people <laughs> from Temple on your roster. They're a horrible football program. That's going to change now as they went back to their coach. But of all the linebackers left on the board, they took this kid from Temple in the seventh round. No one even knows who he is. Uh, I gave him a D. And then Raymond Calais, another running back. They took a second running back. But they took a kid out of Louisiana Lafayette, for God's sakes. Yeah. Um, he's fast. That's all you can say. He played at Louisiana Lafayette. He was fast because he's running against guys like me trying to tackle him. Right. I think they started out great. I think they sucked at the end. The last five picks were horrible. My favorite um, two, my favorite two picks in, in their draft actually were the guys from Minnesota, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. And I do like Tyler Johnson. I, I, I like him. Um, well, he had a great year. Yeah. He had a really, really good year. Uh, in, you know, in a, in a, in a tough conference that has good defenses, but, Boy, I'll tell you what, you watch the film on Antoine Winfield Jr. My God, that kid can play ball. I can't wait to watch him play. Yeah, I cannot wait. Wait to watch him play. So uh, who's uh, who's up? The New England Patriots are in team tank. Uh, Bill Belichick, they needed some safety help, but he took Kyle Duggar. A lot of people liked this Duggar kid. I've never seen him play, but he was a top four safety. I gave him an A. He was projected first round pick. They got him in the second. That's an A. Yep. Then they took Josh Ushi, edge rusher out of Michigan. Again, everybody loves this kid. He was a first, second round pick tweener, and they got him in the second at round number 60. Loved him. I gave him an A. Yep. And then I don't know what happened. Anthony Jennings out of Alabama. 
wow, he took him in the third round. He was a fourth or fifth round dude. Um, he comes from Alabama, can't be too hard, gave him a C. And then they went tight end of Devin Asiasi out of UCLA. I yeah. like the kid. Yep. Um, gave him a B. Dalton Keene, tight end out of Virginia Tech. Whoa, at a sixth-round grade, they took him as a second tight end in the third round back-to-back. Back. I didn't like that. This guy's going to be a fullback more than a tight end. Okay. Um, so he went back-to-back back tight end. Uh, this isn't Gronk or Hernandez by any means. Gave him a C. A kicker in round five for Bill Belichick. That's an F. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a one. Uh, sixth-round pick, Michael on Wenu, offensive lineman, Michigan. Um, I like this kid. He's mean. Mm-hmm. Mean, mean, mean. He's a good pass protector, better than run. He was projected to be a little better than where they took him. I gave him a B. That's four. Then they went back-to-back with Justin Heron, another offensive lineman from Wake Forest. Wow. Um, not a lot of Wake Forest linemen in the pros. That was okay. There, I thought there were better ones there. Cash Maluia, linebacker mm-hmm. out of Wyoming. Mm. Nobody ever heard of him. There's not, he's not a one top 50 board of linebackers in the entire spectrum. They got a D. I wonder if he was even sitting in front of his television expecting to get picked. I don't like know. They, like said totally he's, they said he might help. He may help on special teams. Well, there you go, Bill. Dustin Woodward, offensive lineman out of Memphis. He's the third straight lineman they took other than, uh, you know, the linebacker, linebacker nobody ever heard of. Um Everyone says he developmental project that probably won't make the roster. So that was bad too. So overall, I thought they had Duger, Ushi, and that Devin Asiasi, the tight end of UCLA, I thought were three good picks, but they had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Three out of 10 is 30% hit rate. I didn't like it at all. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I actually, I think that the, the one, uh, the one guy that might stand out for them is, uh, I love the tight end uh, out of UCLA, Asi Asi. I, I, I like him a lot. Yeah. And uh, I'll be I gave curious. Him a B for that. Yeah, I'll be curious to see. I mean, look, we're gonna be, everybody's going to be curious to see how the Patriots do, minus Tom Brady and Gronk, and, you know, now that they've moved down south. So, uh, well, you know, look, you can't doubt Bill Belichick and how he's able to develop players that he drafts. I mean, a lot of times the Patriots do a draft, and you're like, who? Who the hell is that? You know, but. He collects draft picks. Look at how many draft picks he has here. You know, four, seven, eight, nine, ten draft picks. You know, I mean, he yeah, just, I, I think he collects he's definitely bodies. team tank. I think he's going to go team tank as men. This proved it. This draft, he's never drafted that poorly before. Well, so he's going after Trevor Lawrence, right? Is that what it yep. is for next year? Trevor Lawrence or the kid from Ohio State. So who who's uh who got better than the Patriots? Uh, how about the Rams? All right, let's go over the Rams. Cam Akers. Running back out of Florida State. Um, he's okay. I gave him a B. He was a second round pick. They got him in the second round. Yeah. I don't know which running back's going to do well. They they needed a running back. They felt that this guy was going to be it to replace their, their starter. Um, no girly. problem with it. Girl, yeah, he's yeah. going to be girly. Going to replace girly. He's young. He's uh, it's fine. He's got really good speed. Um, I don't know how good he is out of the backfield, but. Uh, they're fine. Like I said, some people it's tomato, tomato at that point when you're down to the run up top five or six running backs, the second round pick, I thought they reached for Javan Jefferson receiver out of Florida. He's good. Um, he wasn't great in Florida. Now they didn't have a good quarterback, so it's hard to tell. They reached for a kid in the second round when he had a third to fourth round grade. So I gave him a C Terrell Lewis edge rusher for Alabama. I thought this kid's okay. He just gets, 
hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he was projected second, third rounder. They got him in a third. I gave a B. Third, other third rounder was Terrell Burgess, a safety out of Utah. Um, I, this kid is everyone likes him. Um, they gave I him an actually, A for that. I, I like him. I like okay, him. Okay, I gave him a B instead of an A because this kid had one interception. This guy's got hands of stone. Yeah. He's all over the field, but he can't catch. Right. So I don't. Okay. The only thing I like about him is he's he's good tackler and he won't yeah. come off and spin with the run. Yeah, he is. A I good didn't tackle. bang him for it. I gave him a four. Yep. A B. Then Bryce Hopkins out of Purdue. I, I like this kid mm-hmm. out of Purdue. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he might be one of the fastest tight ends coming out. We ran like a four six six, but he was a reach in the fourth round. He had a he had a fifth or sixth round grade on him, so I gave him a C. Jordan Fuller, a safety out of Ohio State. Whoa, this guy has no stats playing for Ohio State. <laughs> Sorry, that's impossible on a team with that good. He just didn't do much. Yeah. Um. He's this kid. This mm, no productions. Um. I think he's a good run stopper, run supporter. I don't think he plays center field very well. I gave him a C. Right. Clay Johnson, linebacker out of Baylor in the seventh. Okay, that's where he's supposed to go. C. Sam Sloman, another freaking kicker. Is but it was enough? the center. It was the last round, and it was the best kicker on the board. So I gave him a C instead of a D just because okay. they drafted a kicker. And then they took an offensive lineman out of Clemson. Um, this guy is like a guard. Very short arms, and he gets knocked on his ass every time a speed rusher comes at him. I gave him a C. Overall, I didn't like it. I liked Cam Akers. I liked Terrell Lewis a little bit. And I liked Bryce Hopkins as a guy to play a tight end. But other than that, I didn't like any of their guys. I like like Terrell Burgess out of that. Uh, you, You know, he didn't get a lot of interceptions, but he is a really, really good safety when it comes to defending the run. Uh, he tends to be around the ball, so uh, that that might be a guy that sticks out for me. Uh, with Hands the like draft. <laughs> and now we get to oh, let's just say it now, the Steelers. All right, Steelers are up. Clay, Chase Claypool. Everyone banged him on this. I honestly still think they should have taken Dobbins or Swift or who Florida State guy, whoever was there. I really think they should have went running back due to that. How many receivers are in this draft? Mm-hmm. However, Chase Claypool, I had a second-round grade on him. Um, he's freaky size, freaky speed. He doesn't separate that great, um, but he I think that's because the quarterbacks in Notre Dame just threw the ball up, and he went up and got it. Mm-hmm. So in a jump ball situation, they very rarely hit him in stride because he's pretty fast, at least to time speed. Mm-hmm. I gave him a B for that, for Chase Claypool. Okay. I know you didn't. You don't like that pick, right? No, it, it's – it's not that I don't like Chase Claypool. I do. Um, but you had Dobbins right there. Yep. You know, you could have taken him. Now, when we go back later and talk about the Steelers a little bit more in depth, I've thought about this, and I'm trying to get into the Steelers' heads as to why, and I think I understand the why. All right, uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Show. Yep, yep. Uh, their third-round pick. They didn't have a first, so they took Claypool in a second. They took a, an edge rusher linebacker out of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like it. Um, he's a rusher. I get it. He's But, again, third rounder, try to get a starter, get someone. This guy's going to this guy's gonna try to come in and maybe rush the passer. But who? Who are they taking out? Bud Dupree? He yeah. just signed him to, a, to, to the to – Franchise tag. Yeah, franchise tag, right. He's not starting, and he was a fourth or fifth round linebacker. They took him in the third. I didn't like it, but I like the player. He's 
He seems like he's a good football player, but yeah. again, he's from Charlotte. I gave him a C. Their fourth-round pick, everybody seems to be thinking this kid all of a sudden is now the second coming of Tony Dorsett. Anthony McFarland running back out of Maryland. Mm-hmm. Dude, he was. they took him in the fourth. He, was, he had a fourth, fifth-round grade on him. I think he's good. If everybody loved him, why do you have a fourth or fifth-round grade, and why didn't anybody else take him? I, he did not have a, a good 2019 because of a high ankle sprain. Um, even I've admi- seen this even guy admittedly, play some good teams, and he had I, a lot of yards. I watched him. Yeah, I mean, we both watched him shred Ohio State. Yeah. Um, but then he came back against Indiana and had forty yards. Yeah. So I look, and he's coming from Maryland. I I think. Look, I I think there's going to be running back by committee uh, with the Steelers, and I think we can get into this a little deeper. I think this was the influence of Matt Canada got oh, no to this kid. Yeah. So, but I gave him a C for him. I okay. didn't bang him too much. That's a little reached a little bit, but they liked him. So yeah. what are you going to do? Kevin Dotson is a lineman from Louisiana Lafayette. I think he's a, I think he's a mean beast. I think he's going to make the team. I still think they reached for him in the fourth. I think he could have been there in the fifth or sixth. I do like him. I just think he reached. So I gave him a C Antoine Brooks Jr., the safety out of Maryland. Another kid I really liked. I gave him a B for that. I think okay. that kid had a, a fourth or fifth round grade, and they got him in the sixth. I actually liked him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a linebacker safety. He's going to be as close to Troy Polamalu as far as playing all over the field, as you're going to see okay. in a Steeler uniform. And then Carlos Davis is just – he's a body for camp. He's not going to make the team. I don't, I don't like anything about him. Okay. All right. Who's up next? Keep moving in the interest of time. Let's let's talk quickly about the Tennessee Titans. Okay. Isaiah Wilson, offensive lineman out of Georgia. He's fine. He's he was not, he was no way a first rounder. I gave him, I didn't like him at all. Kristen Fulton, cornerback, LSU. Good pick. Give it a B. Darrington Evans, running back, App State. We love both love this kid. Third round. He is fast. He's like a little water bug. Very difficult. This is Darren Sproles. Yeah. Uh, this is Darren Sproles in his prime. I loved it in the third round. I wanted Pittsburgh to take him after uh, once they didn't take uh, Dobbins, yep. and I gave that a B. Uh, Murchison, defensive lineman, NC State. Again, they got him in the fifth round, fourth round talent. I liked it. B. Cole McDonald out of Hawaii, seventh rounder. Why not? He led the universe in passing. I love this kid. This I, kid, I can't wait um, to he see has him an play. NFL arm, and yep. he will throw to open. And if he doesn't throw you open, it's picked off. <laughs> but he will not wait for you to be open. If he sees you downfield and it's one-on-one, he's giving you a chance. Yep. I, I, I watched him play. I gave it a C because he does throw a lot. A lot of yeah. picks. Yeah. And then their seventh-round pick was a cornerback out of Marshall. Who cares? Nobody knows him. He didn't even play that great. He's he's just – I thought it was a bad pick. Uh, D. So I gave him a three – so they were next with like a 3.33 score. Yep. Moving on, uh, I don't know how many. We got a lot of these left. I'll try to speed up. Yeah, let's. You know what? Let's do this. Let's let's. Why don't we go to? Um, you already talked about the 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 the, the uh, skins in the yeah. Cowboys division. Let's jump to the Giants. Let's stay within that division there, and then we'll do your Cowboys review. Let's do that. Let's do the Giants and the Eagles. 
Eagle all right, let today. me see if I can find either one of them. Are there's the Eagles? All right, let's do Eagles the Eagle. Let's of, do the Eagles first, then. Eagles were kind of middle of the pack. Um, Jalen Rager, I like Jalen Rager. I didn't think I thought there was better ones there, and he's a second round receiver. I was kind of surprised to see him go that early. Me too. He went a little early. Uh, I gave him a B because he was a sleeper for me. Yep. So that's fine. Jalen Hurts, what the hell? Don't, I, it's not that I don't like Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I don't think Jalen Hurts is an NFL quarterback for passing. And they took him in a second round. I don't like it at all. I gave it a C just because uh, Jalen Hurts had a very productive college degree. But I almost gave that a D. Right. Didn't like it there at all. Especially when they have a lot more need. Philadelphia had needed five receivers. Um, Devin Taylor, linebacker out of Colorado. Uh, thir- I like him. He was all over the field. He had his 100, catch- 100 tackles. Yeah. Took him in a third round. It was a reach. Much Big, big reach. Kayvon Wallace, uh, safety out of Clemson. I liked it. Fourth rounder, fourth round grade. He's good. Jack Driscoll, lineman. Again, fourth rounder. Could have had him in the fifth or sixth. John Hightower out of Boise. Liked him. Uh, Give it a B. Sean Bradley, linebacker out of Temple. Uh, Way, again, he plays for Temple, so I don't like him. Quez Watkins, good pick in the sixth round. Uh, Give it a B. I love Prince Tiga. Wanagaho, lineman out of Auburn. I yeah. thought that kid was a third, fourth rounder. And they got him. Yeah, and he was just sitting there. Yeah, I loved it. I gave it an A. And then Casey Tuhill, linebacker out of Stanford. Who cares? Nobody knows Casey Tuhill. Yeah. So and I get they were they were okay. They were they were third best in the NFC East. Second best in the East uh, was the New York Giants with Andrew Thomas. You got to like it. He was one of the top. Four tackles again. I thought there were two tackles better than him, so I yeah, gave him a B. that's what I couldn't understand. But go on, Xavier McKinney loved it. That's the guy that, that yeah. I wanted on my team more than anybody person in this draft. Dallas now has four safeties on the roster that none of them will be picked first in gym class, no matter what sport you're playing. So they still have a good week safety. I'm hoping they trade for someone or get hit the waiver wire. Um, but I gave that an A, I gave Thomas a B. Matt Pert out of UConn. I thought he was a sleeper. I really did. In the third round, he was uh, – this kid is quick, and he's got long arms. This is one of those kids that's going to start at right tackle. I liked him. I can't believe the Giants actually picked two linemen. I'm surprised by that. And I gave it a B. Darnay Holmes, cornerback out of UCLA in the fourth round. He was a third-round talent. Liked it. Shane Lemieux out of Oregon. They're my favorite pick of them, probably the whole tack. Another lineman. He's a guard. Loved it. Gave it a B. Cam Brown out of Penn State. Cam Brown out of Penn State looks like an NFL player with a shirt off. He looks like he's just a powerful beast. He just does not do anything. Yeah. He doesn't play. No stats. He's out of Penn State. I hate to say it. But that's about a C. Carter Coughlin out of Minnesota. Liked him better in the seventh than Cam Brown in the sixth. Brunson, linebacker out of South Carolina. Who cares? Um, looks like a linebacker. Doesn't Can't cover anybody. Chris Williamson, cornerback out of Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota had a decent, gave it a C in the seventh round. And Tay Crowder, linebacker out of Georgia, uh, average. Yeah, yep. Okay, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought the Giants, you know, I thought that there were a couple of better players on the board than Andrew Thomas. But, hey, it's not, you know, Andrew Thomas isn't a bad football player. He's a really, really good football player. And maybe you were yeah, splitting we're not hairs. Gonna know. 
not going well, to we know might be splitting here, so we're going to see. But um, yeah, that was the Giants. So let's let's do this. Let's let's focus now on the um, AFC North. Well, let me do the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's let's do the Cowboys, let and then, do we'll, the do Cowboys the, well, then we'll do the Steelers. For those of you that don't know, they're my favorite team. Um, this is the best draft they had in I don't know since maybe 2005 or so, 15 maybe. They're horrible drafters, and I can tell you the difference is there's no Jason Garrett anywhere in the in the building. So he's gone, and my God, guess what they did? They signed some good defensive tackles in free agency. Then C.D. Lamb fell to them at 17. They didn't want C.D. Lamb. They didn't think he was going to be there. That was going to be the safety from Alabama. Right. McKinney. They have to take C.D. Lamb if he shows up. He did. I thought he was the second-best receiver in the whole draft. They got him at 17. Then they, and then I wanted them to trade up and get Trayvon Diggs from Bama to into the first round. Well, they didn't, of course, and he fell to them at number 51 in the second round. Right. So that's two home runs, two A's. Third round, they had a second or third round grade on Nevin Gallimore, a defensive lineman out of Oklahoma. They got him in the third round, 82nd player. Uh, all the experts said he was probably ranked top 65th player, somewhere in that distance. So I got good value. I gave it a B. My favorite sleeper in the draft, you you remember me saying this, Reggie Robinson out of Tulsa, mm. the workout warrior, the combine. Yep. Love this guy. And they do need cornerbacks because they lost Byron Jones, but they, they have Diggs and Robinson now. So I thought that was a great value in round four. They replaced Frederick, who retired, with another Wisconsin lineman. I would have taken uh, Cushenberry the third ahead of him but I'm not going to complain. He was a second or he was a third or fourth ranked center in the crap in the class to get him in the fourth round to steal. Bradley and a is a guy that had a third round talent that nobody took because he had a horrible 40 time, but you don't have to run 40 yards to sack the quarterback. I loved him. I thought he's a third round talent. They got him in a fifth gave him an A and then Ben DiNucci who transferred from Pitt. Right. And played at James Madison. Yeah. It was a quarterback that they took. I gave him a D for the pick because he's not, I don't care. And I still had to think they had a second best draft. But this, this Danucci kid, when I watched him, um, does not real accurate. But I'm going to tell you right now, he gets rid of the ball quick, like Tony Rono quick. Mm -hmm. And he's got a good arm, good yeah. cannon. He's yeah. got a nice, strong arm. And I, he, he took James Madison to the championship game last year. They lost to North Dakota State. But, uh, you know, he's. Yeah, I like, I like, yep. he wasn't very accurate on like crosses he threw it a little behind right. the receiver a little bit right right but um, on deeper on deeper players. balls on deeper balls he's not bad just gonna say his deep ball is really good yeah. better than his medium right right so yeah got a camp arm there so we'll see i mean I, he's a good kid you know i liked him at pit but there just wasn't a place for him at pit so uh he moved well, on let's and, not go through all these let's do this yeah. um before we go back to pittsburgh let me just go tell you who i think the top two draft the top draft yeah was. let's do that let's do that uh baltimore ravens without a doubt had one of the best drafts i've ever seen patrick queen fell to them they and they didn't do anything they just sat there and let these players patrick queen linebacker just what they needed fell to him at 28 right then pittsburgh didn't take him, so they did jk dobbins my favorite running back in the whole draft they took him in the second round at pick 55, another A. Justin Matabuke, uh, love this kid. This is a um, strong defender. He will he will make you double-team him. They're going to free up some linebackers. Um, love the kid in the, th in the third round. Give it a B. 
Devin DuVernay was a burner out of Texas that, again, was a sleeper. They got him in the third round. He's probably a second rounder. Malik Harrison, sitting there in the third round, a linebacker at Ohio State. I, I can't believe he was there. I'll be I can't either. And he's a good run linebacker. Yep. He's not that good in coverage, but what does Baltimore do to right. stop the run? Right. Uh, Tyree Phillips, Mississippi State, third round. That's where he went. That was where he was supposed to go. Gave him a C. Ben Bredson, offensive lineman out of Michigan. This guy's a guard, and I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to start within the next three years. He's going to be the next guard starting for them for five years. Broderick Washington, another defensive lineman out of Texas Tech, right where he should have been projected. Then the steal for them, wide receiver James Prochet out of SMU. This kid had a third to fourth round grade. He's fast as shit, and once he gets the ball, he's like uh, elusive as all get out. Yeah. They got him in the sixth round. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And then one of my favorite picks in the draft, they got Geno Stone, the safety out of Iowa, who was probably a fifth-round talent, fourth, fifth-round talent, and they got him in the seventh. Crazy. Yeah. Prochet, uh, you made a comment on Twitter that he loves to push off. But, oh, my God. They showed a highlight film on him. In every film, he used one hand to push the defensive back, and then, the other, and then he'd catch the ball. He's going to get called for a lot of penalties, but not in the playoffs. He's not going to get caught all the time. So. And he's not going to get called in the playoffs. Yep. So who is? Um, I, I don't want to go through all the picks necessarily, but I think the Chargers did a hell of a job in the draft. Herbert, Kenneth Murray, linebacker. Josh Kelly, the running back, is great pick joe reed in virginia very underrated he got him in a fifth round love that kid and then they went with gilman a safety out of north dakota and they ended up with kj hill from ohio state in the seventh round he was a third round talent yeah i know i, I couldn't believe he was there I absolutely got, nuts yeah, yeah so. so just to the steelers dismay uh i think both cleveland and cincinnati had better drafts than pittsburgh did. okay so do you so think, though, fun. right now, Cleveland and Cincinnati are better football teams than the Steelers? No. Okay. Okay. I don't think they are. Especially, well, Cleveland might be. Um, we'll see how Ben Ben feels, but I still think Cincinnati has a lot of work to do. Well, let's talk about the Steelers a little bit, and I, I want to go right. back to what I had mentioned earlier about Chase Claypool and, and what the Steelers brass may have been thinking. So you add Claypool to this team, and one thing that he has to improve is his route running. That's a coachable thing. Okay. That's a coachable thing. Uh, I love when I l watch film of him, I love his body position and how he's able to get himself between the defender and the ball. He does a really nice job of that. He has like a natural instinct for that. I said that, you know, look, if, if they didn't, there's arguments whether they need a running back, okay? And 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 I've told you about what I feel about James Conner. Love him, just can't stay healthy. Looks like the Steelers are going to go running back by committee. So here's where I think the Steelers might have been thinking. They thought, we're going to go running back by committee. We feel like we can develop and, and add a couple pieces of the offensive line to improve the run game. We need a guy like a Claypool who can take the top off the coverage and they're not going to be able to stuff eight or nine guys in the box to stop the run. So if you get what I'm saying, it, having a guy like him 
increases the number of opportunities you're going to have to run the football. Okay. He's a freakish, he's a freakish athlete. Okay. He's, you know, they, I don't necessarily agree with this, but they were stacking up like his combine numbers and his, his measurables, for example, against Calvin Johnson. There was only one Megatron. There was only one Megatron. Megatron was, and look, Megatron played at Georgia Tech. You know, it's like who didn't throw the ball more than ten times. Exactly. So, you know, and and but Claypool, look, I'm am I going to be curious to watch this kid play? Hell yeah, I'm going to be curious to watch him play. Um, Alex Highsmith, I'm intrigued. So and I so I went back and watched some film on him, and I focused on two games. Tennessee and Clemson. Okay, those are the two games I watched because I'm like, you know, the other games I saw some tape on against teams from his conference. You know, yeah, he's blowing people away. Like he he's really really good against. So I wanted to say, okay, how is he going to do against SEC an SEC team and the the you know an ACC national champion? All right, he did well. He played really well. He held his own. And, you know, I, I liked him. I liked him a lot. Uh, you know, so we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Yeah, he's going to be playing behind Bud Dupree. But, you know, it's just it's just the way it's going to be. Um, McFarland, we talked about a little bit. I, I like him. Um, Maybe coming off of an injury, he was struggling. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. The one that really stands out to me is this Kevin Dodson. I dug into I knew some. That. Yeah, I, I, I dug into some tape on him, and holy cow, can this guy run block? I mean, really, really run block. I mean, just pancaking guys, getting into the second level, getting to the linebackers. You know, I, I really, really like this pick. And kid's got a chip on his shoulder. A lot of people felt he deserved to be invited to the combine, and he wasn't. He was he was a he was a first team All American, you know. Uh, a bit, but he came from a small school. He played in the East West Shrine game, played really really well. Uh, I'm he definitely I'm, should have been at the combine. He should have been at the combine, but you know what? We'll, we'll see how he does. Antoine Brooks, look, I, I I'm intrigued by him as well. Carlos Davis, I you know, he, he's not he, – I really don't think he's going to do anything. Look, I, all these guys, like Carlos Davis, I wish you the best of luck. I would, as a Steeler fan, I'd love to see you come in and just, you know, surprise everybody and play really well. But the out of all of these guys, Kevin Dotson, I'm, I'm most intrigued to watch play. Um the Pittsburgh has a lot of linemen right now. They do, but they're but they also have aging linemen. They and, do, and they they got to saying they can't all they can't all be on the roster. No, I mean Wisniewski was. I thought that that was a great pickup. Uh, He's going to be Chiefs. on the roster. Yeah, I, it was a great pickup. But you got to get some young guys and develop some young guys. I think Kevin Dodson. He's got the size. Like, look, he's got to work on his pass rush. But boy, you can't. He's definitely a road grader. He There's is no a road grader. Like you but, want to run so the football. Is he be on the practice squad? He could be. But but there here's the thing. You want to, you know, the Steelers want to always run the football, 
That's the kind of guy you draft at guard if you want to run the football. And with him not being as good of a of a pass protector, being at a guard, that's not a bad thing. He's he's going to have help. So no, but if you ever, how refreshing would it be to see him in on first and second down, and then on third down when they usually throw, you actually see somebody come in and take him out. Yeah, exactly. Like he runs off the field like they do with slot receivers and right, different running right. backs. Move, move your guys around. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they do that in the NFL? You're allowed to substitute another guard on third down. Right. Exactly. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll be curious with that. And I I think the other, you know, I think Chase Claypool is going to be a very, very good receiver because he's, he can, he's got the size where he could play like a wide receiver slash tight end type of player, you know, and, and, um, and some of the best tape for him is run blocking. Yeah. He, I watched him in a tape against North Carolina where he just ran over this poor sale. He just, like he was on, he showed no mercy, you know, I mean, with blocking, he, he's so. just, he was a good run blocker. I'd almost say he looked like Heinz Ward run block. Yeah, he did. But he's just a hell of I mean, a lot bigger than run Ward. right at you, baby. Yeah. I, 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 and again, Alex Highsmith, when I watched the tape against SEC and ACC teams, you know, and, and, um, uh, uh, Dabo Swinney was effusive in his praise for Alex Highsmith. And they interviewed, you know, the some of the Clemson offensive linemen, a lot of whom were in this draft. And they called out Alex Highsmith by name and said he was one of the best rushers they had to go up against. And again, a rusher, okay? Is that well, all he does? That's not it. Well, we'll see, you know. But again, I think a lot has to be said about getting guys into the pros, getting them coached up. We'll see how he plays. And look, talk about a chip on your shoulder. This guy was a walk-on at Charlotte. Yeah. A walk-on. So, And he's made it this far. Look, he ended up being a third-round pick in the NFL draft. So good for him. Let's see how it plays out. I agree. I, um, I don't like him in the third round at all. If they yeah. had taken, if they'd have swapped McFarland and Highsmith, I'd have been fine. Uh, even Dotson ahead of him a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how many other people had him on their draft board. Well, but I think he he doesn't have that bend coming around the corner, um, but he is relentless. He's uh, his motor never stops, and people don't like blocking him. Well, um, you know, I was I was listening to Ed Bouchette of the Athletic this past week on the radio, and he he mentioned a really interesting story. He says he tweets it out every every little while. He says back in 1974, a writer for I believe the Pittsburgh Press named Phil Music wrote a review of the Steelers' 1974 draft, and said it was the worst draft in the history of football. And here it ended up being the best draft possibly in the history of sports. So you you just don't you don't know. And and these grades are what they are. Um, We'll see, you know, for well, all of these are wrong teams. every year. Yeah, they're wrong. The experts you know. are wrong. All these receivers, like everyone's projecting as the best receiver class. Like I said, 65% of first round receivers bust. Yeah. And, I, and look, I, I mentioned on the, on the offensive pod, on when we did the podcast for offense, uh, for the draft, I love T Higgins out of Clemson. I really did. But, you know, he wasn't there. He was gone already, you know, so. Um, yeah, and I mean, if one team gets a pass on who receivers they pick, it's got to be Pittsburgh. Yeah, they they do well. 
They do well because you think about it now. It's, you're going to have Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington. Okay? Those are going to be your top four receivers. So we'll see and how – and, ben, and Ben's back. So, you know, and Ben likes tall, fast guys, and the Steelers certainly drafted one. So, That's right. So, I don't think it's as bad as doomsday as most people said. The Twitter reaction was doom and gloom. I think you even got on there and went F minus. I had had a couple of couple of yeah adult. I'm going to bed. <laughs> well, you're um, you're watching your first draw draft board for the Cowboys take this burner phone back from his girlfriend. <laughs> his girlfriend was half naked sitting on the couch next to him. Couldn't get my eyes off it. <laughs> So anyway, the draft was always fun. And like we said, you know, watching it from everybody's living room was a, definitely a different perspective. The ratings were off the charts. Oh, my Highest God. ever. Yeah. But again, there's nothing. People have been jonesing for sports for two months now. Right, right. So, uh, but we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, uh, you know, talking about this. Hopefully we can get um, uh, someone like Chris Carter or one of the guys from uh, local sports to come on and, as we get closer to training camp, if there's going to be a training camp and how the hell they're going to do that, um, you know, as, as far as the development of some of these guys, especially focused on the Steelers, we'll also have college football coming up. I, I had a I had a hard week, duty. I mean, I know you're a Penn State guy, but watching the reports about the original hot dog shop at the University of Pittsburgh closing down was rough on me. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to tell you what. If everybody that went on Twitter – and said how upset they were that that place was closing would have actually went once in the last year and uh, still be open. Well, I, yeah, I don't Nobody. know. When was the last time you were there? Last year? I was there. Okay. I was there. So big, one of the years, not going to help pile them stay of, open. Big pile of fries and gravy. And I know, I, and I thought, I, my little cousin's going to pit now. Um, she's, she, you know, she started her first year. She spent a lot of time at the original hot dog shop. And uh, I know from her yeah, mom. Small fry goes a long way. Yeah, uh, her mom. Her mom. I I texted her mom when it uh, when it came up, and she told me that my little cousin was in tears because she's been home quarantined, and the couple of days before, she had actually told her mom she was jonesing for some fries for the original hot dog shop. So, uh, you know, but look, hey, it looks like it's going to get rescued. So, we'll see. How do you feel when they closed that? the Rathskeller bar up in state college. Yeah. Uh, that was the end of an era. I yeah. Mean, it's the same thing. Well, it happens. And I remember when I was a couple of years after I'd left Pitt, when they closed the decade down at yeah. Pitt, which is that, that, that rock and roll bar. God, we had so much fun in that place and great music, but Hey, things move on, but it, it looks like the O is going to get rescued. So it, hopefully it'll stay around, but any, any last thoughts on the draft duty before we sign off? No, that's just, I mean, just a comment that, you know, we do this because we enjoy doing it. Um, we're not getting paid to do this. This is just what we've spent a lot of time looking at sports. We finally get it out there. We have opposing viewpoints, opposing teams. Um, I had a blast. I've been a draft nerd for 15 years. So for me to actually be able to talk about it rather than save my paperwork in a file and look, pull it out two years later to see how, what of an idiot I was, or if I hit, <laughs> hit people, right. I love this. So please, uh, I, a lot of fun. Get, 
Twitter, Facebook, all yep. the places we keep telling you to come on. If you think I'm, uh, I don't know my ass from the hole in the ground, I would love to hear it. Seriously, yep. Yep. I can give it out and I can take it. So we got uh, you can you can email us basement sports podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're there. Um, you know, we'd love to hear some feedback. We've gotten some feedback. We throw some things out there on Twitter, you know, and, 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 you know, I love going back and forth with some of the local sports media, you know, we're everybody's opinion, you know, everybody can, can have an opinion and, you know, get, get out there and, and tell us what you think on Twitter about our takes. Uh, we're going to try to get some more, uh, things out there on Twitter. Uh, one of the things I was talking about is actually, you know, writing up some articles and being able to link them to Twitter. Like, for example, duty, I thought, you know, if we were able to have like a summary of your of your grades that we could link to Twitter because we certainly don't have enough characters to put it on Twitter directly. We could do that. Well, so, I can go on Twitter and put top four, bottom four, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So, you know, I, I just I'm like you. I, this is fun to me. Uh, we both have full-time gigs outside of this to to put food on the table, but boy, you know, it's uh, we enjoy doing podcasts and and uh, having some guests on and and just really having fun with all this. So um, we're gonna you know we're gonna sign off and we'll talk to everybody next week. We'll see if the you know some of these teams pick up some free agents and um, you know we'll do a hopefully we'll have some news on. Um, on college on college football what the plans are going through the pandemic here hopefully yeah, some of these things... eye, keep your eyes open for some players getting cut real soon too yeah yeah and we'll there's some salary cap casualties coming along now that they drafted the replacements yep and we'll talk about that next time so until that next time we'll Thanks, see you. everybody <laughs>